0: This is the Casper and Chris podcast
1: from News Talk KBOI, Boise.
0: KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the listen live button. Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: 606, 31 degrees in downtown Boise. Uh, really thick fog out this morning. Allow yourself a little uh, extra time. Some of that fog never lifted yesterday. They thought mm, it was going to yeah. lift around eleven o'clock um, here around downtown Boise. I spent a lot of time in Boise yesterday. Um, got a good amount of sunshine in Boise, but as soon as I hit, started going towards Meridian uh, and into Canyon County, just kept getting thicker and thicker, and it never lifted yesterday in Canyon County. Um, we're going to have thick fog uh, again. A fog advisory this morning. It's kind of giving me a, a craving for pea soup. The other uh, thing that's kind of cool about it is, I know we're we're not expecting a white Christmas um, this year because temperatures and, of course, not expecting any precipitation. This is the type of day we're we're at freezing right now, 31, where you see this kind of fog. If we could get this on. Christmas morning, you still might wake up to a white Christmas mm. because everything I mean, will be yeah got over. frost over hoarfrost that would right. just be covering everything. And we've had that a couple times. I remember waking up and going, "Oh, this looks so beautiful." Didn't snow, just had a massive amount of uh, fog overnight yeah, one, and, and
3: freezing temperatures. I remember a Christmas morning when we got up, and we had to uh, go to the other side of Canyon County to meet some people, and there was just hoarfrost everywhere, and it was beautiful. When we went all the way up State Street out, you know, past Middleton to Caldwell. And just everything was gorgeous. And, of course, I didn't have a camera on me at the time. (laughs) Um,
2: I would absolutely uh, love a white Christmas more that way. And I think a lot of people would, especially those that might be traveling on Christmas, because the roads aren't slick. It's just pretty. You don't have to shovel frost. No. So I don't know if we're going to see that this morning, but there's a possibility. It's uh, not a lot of areas are freezing. I left Canyon County this morning and it was like 36 degrees in Canyon County, but here in downtown Boise, like I said, uh, is 31. So just below freezing. Um, Roads were in great condition as far as uh, my drive in. uh, So I I don't think you're going to be seeing any problems on the commute, but uh, other than the, of course, the, the fog that is very thick. In uh, some areas this morning, final uh, two shows of the uh, year, and this morning, uh, of course, just a, a regular show. Tomorrow morning is going to be a little bit different uh, because it is our final show, final show before Christmas. Uh, it's going to be kind of our our Christmas and Festivus uh, show coming up tomorrow. Um, it's kind of
3: our Festivus spectacular. Yeah,
2: it, it's going to be a you know two different holidays kind of in in one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I already brought in. You notice uh, I, I brought in. Uh, the Festivus pole you is did. here. That's, I mean, I think Nate is going to absolutely love that because they have a Festivus show tomorrow not, afternoon. Not really what I'd call full size. Well, no, you don't have to. Uh, uh, there's no minimum size, or it's like it's a Christmas. A yeah, there, it's okay. like a Christmas tree. You could have 20 foot tall Christmas trees. You can have four foot tall Christmas trees. But it is an actual aluminum pole. This is true. I went to DMB Supply yesterday. Mike, and it's what beautiful? What do to my wondering eyes did appear? But an aluminum pole. I would have just. So I grabbed that.
3: Stacked up a number of pop cans.
2: Uh, beer, maybe, but not pop. Oh, okay. Yeah, beer. I have seen uh, Festivus poles made out of beer cans before, just you know, glued together, right? And, because it is aluminum, and right, you know, exactly. it does turn into a pole. Uh, also, we've got uh, a couple more pair of tickets that we're going to be giving away to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Glad to see that uh, even after the last two days. Um, of shenanigans by Nate Shellman, Um, we still are good to go with uh, our tickets. He uh, did not find my hiding place, so (laughs) we'll... We'll have another pair of tickets that we'll give away just after 7 o'clock. We'll tell you how you can win those this morning. Keep in mind, if you do win, we close early tomorrow. So for the holidays, uh, our offices will be closed at 2 o'clock. So you will have to come in either today, rest of today, or before 2 tomorrow to pick up their tickets because they are actual tickets that you'll be taking to the game on Saturday, which is Festivus. Um, I also wanted to mention uh, on the Festivus uh, front, tomorrow... We will have a morning of airing of the grievances, mm-hmm. all right? So it's open phones Friday and airing of the grievances. Like I said,
3: it'll be totally different from most days because you can call up and complain about something.
2: If you uh, would like to air your grievance, it can be about anything. It could be something in your family. could be something in your business, your work, politics, whatever. We don't care. Your HOA. <laughs> we could open that up. Airing of the grievances is about HOAs. Um, if you want to do that right now, you can email Chris. At kby.com or Mike at com, and we will hang on to that to, till tomorrow so that uh, we have it. But we will be doing that uh, coming up. Uh, also, uh, some of the things we're going to be talking about today uh, continue to be a few of the things that we were talking about yesterday, having to do with uh, Donald Trump being uh, kicked off the Colorado primary. Um, some updates from yesterday. I made a prediction yesterday, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, during the show. So between six and 10 made a prediction on uh, Republican rhetoric that could possibly be seen now. And man, it didn't take very long for that prediction to come true because, uh, now Republicans are, are saying, well, if this, if this stands, does this mean we can start doing this to, um, people, our political rivals, Joe Biden, there's instances where they say that under the 14th amendment that, you could consider this insurrection on his part and sure enough yesterday a whole bunch of people started weighing in on how you can get states can get joe biden kicked off of their primaries yeah um, we'll talk a little bit
3: about that because there's nothing better apparently for people to do
2: well i mean Considering you know this is a slow time of year, and this is the biggest news story of the this last twenty four time hours.
3: Time of year, it's Christmas. People have plenty to do.
2: Um, not when it comes to politics and, they, and they news talk radio, and go do it. Yeah, um, gives them a lot more time to do this. And Chris, some people could be done with their Christmas just because you're not doesn't mean other people aren't. Yeah, well, I'll finish sometime in January. Yeah, um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, uh, more on the uh, immigration. Problem at the border that we talked about uh, yesterday. We got some emails that we'll get to that came in uh, after the show. Um, continues to be a mass amount of, uh, migrants being housed in Texas that have come across the border. They have to be fed. Um, there's no place to put them. And even though Texas is warmer than it is here, it's still fairly clo- cold and they're being housed outdoors under the stars. Um, saw a, uh, reporter last night going through and there's about uh, two to three thousand migrants just laying outside sleeping under a uh, what are those those heated blankets those aluminum mm-hmm. blankets that are supposed to radiate the heat back in so it, it, no tents no nothing just here's your blanket go try to keep warm um, and texas instead of because they've been running into problems uh, bussing people out of the state of texas to sanctuary cities um, has started flying people out now. So direct flights, Texas to Chicago. I don't even know if you can get a direct flight if you're a regular citizen from El Paso, Texas to Chicago. I mean, it's hard to find a direct flight from Boise yeah. to Chicago. I don't know if Texas, you know, El Paso, Texas would have one. Um, but Governor Abbott has started flying. Over 82,000 migrants have been uh, transported to cities uh, by Texas, mm-hmm. uh so far to chicago in new york and california and now they're going by plane comfort of plane it, it's better than a bus right i mean a bus ride's got to take yeah. you what two three days <laughs> a plane gets you there in a few mm-hmm. hours so um we'll talk a little bit about that coming up for you this morning uh our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless um other than that Go ahead, get through. Coming up after 7 o'clock, we'll give you the details how you can text and win your tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. In the meantime, let's get our first update on sports. Still a lot of sports going on. This update brought to you by Pork Belly and Kuna place to go seven days a week, open in the morning until 2 in the afternoon, breakfast at any time that they are open. Uh, they are not open on Christmas Day. just want to let you if you thought, you know, hey, this would be a great place to go on Christmas morning after we open up presents. There are places that are open up on Christmas Day. Pork Belly will not be one. They will be spending time with their family, so make your plans to head in the day after Christmas.
3: The Boise State football program Wednesday signed 18 new players on early National Signing Day, including 16 from high school and two transfers, both from junior colleges. The transfers are defensive end Joseph Marsh from the College of the Canyons and Ukoka Ezeani from Butler Community College, who has also played at Missouri State. Nine signees are expected to enroll at Boise State University in January, including Marsh, tight end Caden Anderson from Chandler, Arizona, safety Travis Anderson and corner Trayvon Tolmer from Mission Viejo, California, Defensive end Roman K. Wood from Holiday, Utah. All-purpose back Sire Gaines from Paris, California. Linebacker Clay Martineau from Oregon City, Oregon. Defensive tackle Trevor McKenna from Bora High School. And defensive tackle Lopez Sanusi from Dublin, Ireland. Head coach Spencer Danielson also announced that six super seniors are expected to return for the 2024 season, including Ben Dooley, Sheldon Newton, Alexander Tubner, Tyler Crow, Markel Reed, and Michael Callahan. Other new signees are quarterback Caleb Bennett from Newport Beach, California, receiver Cameron Bates from Mansfield, Texas, tackle Gregory Bienvenu from Mesa, Arizona, defensive tackle Hayden Hanks of Thompson Falls, Montana, receiver Tyron Jackson from San Francisco, guard Ayateo, Omo from Queen <laughs> Creek, Arizona. Are you sure that's the way you pronounce Running it? Running back it is today. <laughs> okay. Running back Dylan Riley from Reno Valley, California, and
2: defensive tackle Connor Workington from bakersfield that's sports i i was only asking because i attempted to uh say that yesterday and i didn't mm-hmm. think i got close so i was curious if you had uh, it's, uh, uh found that it
3: was the way you pronounced it. i looked it up it's ayateo omotenigban
2: okay uh by hey, the way don't you have a cousin yeah i <laughs> uh by the way uh who is that marsh uh the transfer uh-huh. um what's his first name joseph uh you 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 saw who he his relatives his brothers and dads are don't don't you his brothers and dads it, well his brother and dad sorry, who, brothers who are, who are and dad uh all of them n f l draft picks and all of them played in the n f l probably right. the one you know best of all might be cassius marsh marsh. Played at UCLA, drafted, and uh, played at Seattle Seahawks, fourth ah. round draft pick. Um, yeah, so he has two brothers and his dad all got picked in the NFL and played in the NFL. So oh, good. Hopefully, he's got a good pred- pedigree. We'll, well, he we'll
3: should see. At least understand the rules.
0: Yeah. KBOI News Time, six seventeen. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at three.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: Oh, there's nothing better than traditional Christmas songs like that. Just to get you in that special mood.
3: Six twenty five. I, I can't hear this song without thinking of Steve Shannon. <laughs> I mean I've I've known him about as long as I've known you, thirty some years. Yeah. And uh he has played this on the air
2: more times, <laughs> I think, than anybody in history. Such a great song. Well, it's just that it's so well done. You know, a lot of times you you hear, you know, songs like this. And the singing is it's like uh, is not good, or the music or, is not
3: good, or the idea was funny, but they didn't yeah, go very but far they, with they it. They didn't
2: go very. They, I mean, this was taken... I mean,
3: everybody thinks they're Weird Al Yankovic, but nobody is. Yeah,
2: yeah th- this was taken but This is to pretty good. The uh, extreme and the whole album, by the way, um, it's called Twisted Radio, a Twisted Christmas Box. Set. Well, is it Bob Rivers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and there's like three different. The first, the first album was by far the best, but. Um, are they the ones All of that, them
3: are great. Which one does a, a a message from the king? Do you know that one? That's, yeah, that's Bob that, Rivers. Is that Bob Rivers too? Yeah. I love yeah. that. There's,
2: I, I, he oh, had we have to find that. The Restroom Door Said Gentleman. Right. Yeah, that one. Uh, we're going to play this. The then. Restroom Door Said Gentleman. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to play. He did have an original. Uh, a lot of his songs are remakes. Um, like. Uh, The 12 Malls of Christmas, um, stuff like that. He has an original, and it was fantastic, called The uh, Chimney Song. We'll play that for you a little bit later. And it's not very long either. And Message from the King. Yeah, Message from the King. So we got a couple of days to get some of these in here. Uh, We're celebrating, uh, of course, Christmas coming up here uh, next Monday. We will not be here. But uh, the next two days, we've got uh, Christmas that we'll continue to celebrate today. Festivus is tomorrow. Festivus Eve, that is. So we'll celebrate uh, that coming up tomorrow morning. Also, um, Nate Shellman will be celebrating Festivus. We've already got a a start on our Festivus celebration. I brought in the uh, aluminum pole. You know, because uh, tinsel is distracting. Uh, the strength-to-weight ratio is uh, great. What was In, the other? impressive? Yeah. And and you don't have to decorate it. No, and you don't have to. I, you know what, though? I decided I am going to decorate it just to give it a, you know. A
3: with with what?
2: Lights. I want to put some lights on it.
4: It needs something.
2: It needs something. You can't, yeah. Well, I, it,
3: just remember, mm, tinsel is distracting.
2: So yeah, yeah, I'm not putting any tinsel, no tinsel. But mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm going to put some lights on it just to give it that little extra oomph. Uh, but I'm going to leave it like this just to give it more light, so Nate can see it um, when he comes in. Just the the pole by itself, um, so that he can know that we're we're into this thing, whether he he likes it or not. We're into this thing coming up tomorrow morning. It just seems wrong to
3: put lights on the Festivus pole. It's supposed to be plain, right?
1: Not necessarily. It
3: mean, would, would be like decorating your your Christmas tree and then lighting it on fire. Which has been done
2: before? Did you I not know, watch but, Christmas Story? But you're not supposed or, to. Or uh, Christmas Vacation? I did. Yeah. See, same thing. Um, we we always lit our uh, Festivus pole at our Festivus Very party. Very little sap. <laughs> our Festivus <laughs> party. You remember that? We lit, We I had do. lights. We had lights on our Festivus pole at our Festivus party at uh, Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers. Oh, what a is great that,
3: party! Is that, that the that reason was. they had to
2: close? Or
0: uh, that there... <laughs> <it> may be. <laughs> we closed it down because of our feats of strength. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, Play 670 KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: 6.42, heavy fog, 31 degrees in downtown Boise. And it is that time of year, the giving time of year. And one of the ways that you can give and save lives is by giving blood. Boise Town Square is hosting its uh, largest blood drive. Started yesterday. We'll go through the end of day today. More than 100 spots and uh, some big grand prizes available at the blood drive. It's taking place at the Boise Town Square Mall. We'll get underway at 10 o'clock this morning. Till 5 this afternoon, those who donate will all be entered in for a chance to win a $1,000 Amazon gift card and or a 65-inch Omni QLED series Amazon Fire TV. All right. Uh, people who donate anytime now through January 5th will also get a free Long Steve Red Cross uh, T-shirt featuring a picture of a Yeti. Don't know what that has to do with blood drive, but okay. Red Cross Yeti. (laughs) Blood Yeti. Yeah, I I, I don't know, but hey, it's it's cool, and it's a picture of Bigfoot. Well, Yeti. Uh, Now- the Town Square Drive takes place. The mall's second level near Dillard's, cross from the mall. Donors are encouraged to get a, a good night's sleep, stay hydrated, eat healthy meal before donating. And the best way to get in is make sure you can schedule an appointment because there's a limited number that they're able to do today. Uh, they do take at walk ins. They did uh, take uh, ten walk ins yesterday. So if you want to walk in, um you might have a little bit of a wait, but uh, they said that they can probably uh, get you in. But if you want to donate and schedule an appointment to get in, you can do that by going to redcrossblood.org or call 800 Red Cross to schedule that. And then uh once again, if you do give blood, you could be given something back in return. Like I said, that's not too bad. The, the, uh, 65 inch TV, uh, valued at about $800. And then there's a thousand dollar Amazon gift card that you'll be entered in for a drawing. So kind of a cool thing to take place. And once again, it's happening today. They did about 140 um people yesterday and so there's over a hundred that they'll be able to get to today if you want to take part so if you happen to be in the mall doing a little christmas shopping do a little giving too uh and uh help maybe save someone's life this holiday season Six forty five. time for another check what's going on with sports once again this morning it's brought to you by pork belly in cuna the place to go if you love a delicious breakfast lots of it also don't forget they open up here in 15 minutes not only can you get in and get breakfast to start off your day, but if you don't have time, you want to get your day kicked off right with an energy drink, uh, hot coffee, iced coffee, get to their coffee, drive through. Don't even have to get out of your car, get in and out quick at pork belly and Cuna. The Boise State
3: men's basketball team tonight plays Washington State in a neutral side game in Spokane. The Cougars are eight and two. They lost to Santa Clara at a Phoenix tournament Saturday. The Broncos are eight and three. They beat Cal State Fullerton on Sunday. Chabuzo Abo leads Boise State in scoring at 16.3 points per game. Tyson Degenhardt averages 15.3 points. The Broncos and Washington State are 4-4 four and four all-time against each other. Boise State has won the past two seasons. And there's one college bowl game today. It is the Boca Raton Bowl featuring South Florida and Syracuse. Both teams are 6-6. Six and six. Kickoff is set for 6 p.m. on ESPN. That's sports.
1: A great one. Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: 657, 31 degrees in downtown Boise. Uh, the Dow futures uh, ahead of the opening here, about half hour away, are up 222 points uh, as of right now which would be really good news. You go, oh, that's great. However, um, it just doesn't even get back half of what was lost yesterday in the last hour of trading. The stock market dropped uh, nearly 600 points. It was up over 100 points. It set a new all-time record yesterday. And then for some reason in the uh, last hour of trading, um, big sell-off and ended up the day down uh, nearly 500 points yesterday. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates, find out what happened yesterday. A lot of big news uh, today. We get GDP, we get um, unemployment report coming out. Uh, We'll talk to him about that, see what that's going to be looking like as far as how it affects the stock market today and tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow, uh, stock market, I believe on Christmas, uh, this last day before they do Christmas, closes early anyway. So tomorrow will be a short day, too. Uh, coming up here for you this morning, uh, make sure you're listening in in about uh, six, seven minutes. We'll tell you how you can get your famous Idaho Potato Bowl tickets. Also, another chance for you to pick up your $50 gift certificate to r and Barbecue.
3: That sounds good right now. Oh,
2: man, such great barbecue. Um, their sides are amazing also. Uh, $50 gift certificate. You gotta, you I like get their, you,
3: their front and back pretty they, good, too.
2: Uh, get you a lot of food, um, and all you have to do is answer our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. Uh, it's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Silverhawk Realty interest rates continue to drop. If you've been waiting on the sidelines going, I want to I want to get it so that it's less expensive, you might want to beat the rush as interest rates continue to drop when everybody jumps back in the market and you'll compete against uh, people for that house. Call today and find out how, 208-888-4128. All right, uh, we told you yesterday that um, we are asking for the rest of this week, Festivus. Damn near impossible question. Gave you the question yesterday to start working on this morning uh, because we didn't get a winner yesterday. Hanukkah, uh, we all know, ends after eight days and nights. Our question for you this morning, when does Festivus officially end?
5: Mm.
2: When does Festivus officially end? 208-336-3700. pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. That's phone number to get through to us. Uh, not looking for an answer now. This will be coming up at about 820. This morning that you'll be able to call in and win. Stick around. As I said, we've got famous Idaho Potato Bowl
1: tickets coming up next. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
2: 7:06. good morning, it is 31 degrees, uh, it's Christmas week for us, our final week of the uh, year, so we're uh, having uh, some fun with that this morning, tomorrow morning, playing a lot of uh, Christmas music for you. Heck, if you have a request on uh, one of the uh, intro beds that you'd like us to use, feel free, 208-336-3700. <laughs> kind of funny for a news talk to say, but hey, go ahead, we're having fun over the next two days. Uh, also going to have some hey, fun, seven minutes past the big hour, seven o'clock <laughs> going to have some 50, fun this morning, morning with our famous Idaho potato bowl tickets mm-hmm. also, um, to, uh, win. You're going to be texting. All right. 208-336-3700. And this morning, all you have to do is text us. What's your, what's your favorite holiday drink? Could be hmm. alcoholic, could be non-alcoholic. What's your just? What's your favorite holiday drink? There's no right or wrong. It's just kind of something fun. We'll read through some of these emails. Like yesterday, we did your famous strange holiday traditional food. Mm-hmm. Man, there were some weird ones that uh, came yeah. out. The tofu thing that uh, that guy wrote back, by the way, and said, "Yes, we do do <laughs> a tofu turkey in the shape of a turkey, and it doesn't taste anything like turkey."
3: And I found out you're not a big fan of uh, uh, Eastern European uh, herring salad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, herring and salad should never be two terms that would be put into a same sentence, <laughs> and yet they are. What's another one? Another traditional food? Nobody put this there. Was Lut Lutfish?
3: Lute Lutefisk. Lutefisk. That's Norwegian, and um, that's essentially it's. It's the same kind of thing as the herring salad. It's. Uh, I,
2: I've heard though it is absolutely it's, horrific. It tastes. It's fish cooked
3: in a way that if you're not from Norway, you probably won't like it.
2: But it's also uh, isn't it fermented? Yeah, like it's it's oh yeah, it's fermented for like a year. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's rotted, and mm-hmm. some people just love it, and the sound of it just sounds disgusting. To my uh, college uh, counselor, uh, the
3: you know, the professor that served as my college counselor. Um, uh, she uh, had a uh, poster in her office that said, uh, when
2: Lutefisk is outlawed, only outlaws will have Lutefisk. <laughs> I've seen radio stations that have done the uh, Lutefisk challenge, mm-hmm. where <laughs> they have prizes if they can eat the uh, whole thing. Now, that stopped after the... Woman in Sacramento who died from, who water, died from yeah. water poisoning, yeah. uh, but they still do that. If you uh, check out TikTok, they still do TikTok challenges. We, we, See, you, we, we if you want to be stupid okay. yourself, you can do it yourself and try to eat it.
3: And and this is honest. We don't do eating contests or drinking contests here anymore because we can't afford the insurance required. <laughs>
2: yeah, make sure to add that anymore because uh, we I, used to. I have, have oh, yeah. yeah, I used to do it all the time. It was it was great fun.
3: Consequences and, be and, damned. Hey, and, let's have some radio fun.
2: And nobody died. <laughs> Um, this time. Gary uh, in, from Nampa writes in, uh, you guys should decorate the Festivus pole with various colored post-it notes containing the grievances. That's not a bad idea. That's actually a really good idea. I like that. That's it, It's not tinsel because well, tinsel it, is it, distracting. It, it
3: kind of goes against the idea of not putting forth any effort whatsoever, but I do
2: like yeah, it. I, yeah, I like it. Kind of tie it all in together with Festivus. Thank you, Gary. That's a g- great idea. Nice, Gary uh 10 minutes after 7 uh yesterday we talked uh, about the big news Colorado kicking Donald Trump off the uh primary now mm-hmm. it, it came out also yesterday that uh, Republicans um could get around this for the primary at least by holding a caucus because then it's not a primary you're not However, you're not on the primary on the
3: final ballot he still wouldn't be on general it, right?
2: election he still wouldn't be on it uh the big the big part problem of this isn't Colorado though it, it's the and Michigan has already said hey we need to appeal this um, because they've already lost the case uh, in Michigan, but now that Colorado has won, Michigan is talking about uh, appealing. I think they'll probably wait uh, because there's no reason Supreme Court is supposed to weigh in on this. Sometime after the first of the year, the uh, they put a stay on uh, this until January 4th. I don't think the Supreme Court in any way, shape, or form is going to be able to do this before then. But as we were talking about this yesterday, I said, you watch... I go, Republicans are going to come and now start finding ways to say, hey, Biden has also, uh, it it should be taken off the uh, ballots. And maybe some Republican states can uh, say this is insurrection, especially since, you know, there has been no due process when it comes to um, the insurrection charges, allegations, or even being found guilty. And sure enough, yesterday in uh, one example, uh, another presidential candidate, Governor DeSantis, uh, basically talked about. Um, and he's no, obviously, you've heard, he's no fan of uh, President Trump because he is running <laughs> against him. He certainly
6: used to be. But he's on the same side here. Look, on all these things, what you're seeing the left do is they will use the power of the state to advance their agenda. And you see that with the Colorado Supreme Court. I mean, look, if somebody's convicted or something of, of some of these things, there was no trial on any of this. They basically just said, what, you can't be on the ballot? I mean, how does that work? What's the limiting principle for that? Uh, why could, could we just say that Biden can't be on the ballot because he let in 8 million illegals uh, into the country and violated the Constitution, which he has? Uh, could we just say, oh, well, they have uh, money coming to Hunter, whatever? So so I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reverse that. But, but here's the larger thing of what the left and the media and the Democrats are doing. They're doing all this stuff to basically solidify support in the primary for him, get him into the general, and the whole general election is going to be all this legal stuff.
2: Um,
3: another. So, so he just said that the liberals are using the power of the state to get what they want? Yeah. And he's mad because that's Republicans'
2: job? Well, he's saying that they could also do the same exact thing. I mean, he, he said that they wouldn't because it, it's not very democratic. A of, but, uh, but, a,
3: but a lot of things come down to states' rights, and states' rights is always what the Republicans are on the side of. Yeah. So if this state wants to do something than the other states, something different than all the other states, uh, I don't know why that's not celebrated in some way. It's states' rights, after all.
2: But if the states' rights go against the Constitution... Which they don't. In this particular instance... No, they don't. How much you want to bet? million bucks. I'll bet you a million dollars that this is overturned by uh, the Supreme Court. Make it two million. <laughs> make it something that I know you will actually pay. I'll, I'll bet you well, what, whatever is, you say you want to pay, I'll bet you that it will be overturned by
3: the Supreme there Court. There is no amount of money that actually falls into that category. Okay.
2: okay. Uh, d- breakfast, donut, something like that. Bring those in. I'll bet you that. Okay. Bet you this gets overturned by the Supreme Court. And, and part of the reason why I think that. Um, CNN, who hates Donald Trump, when you have CNN saying this is a stupid decision by the Colorado Supreme Court, which they have, and we're going to play some of the audio from some of the interviews on CNN yesterday, um, saying that this is never going to stand up in the Supreme Court and that this was a stupid decision – if CNN is saying this, this is, this is probably going to be problematic when it does reach the Supreme Court. Some people predicting that this may even be a nine zero decision to overturn the, uh, Supreme Court of Colorado. Now, we aren't going to know what's going to happen for sure until it goes to court, but it, it sure does seem problematic. And like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about this coming up for you this morning. Um, another, uh, another one that was made yesterday, um, Public health policy analyst uh, Pradeep Shankar said one could argue that since Biden made a deal with Iran to free up billions of dollars in funds, that he gave aid and comfort to the enemy. Is that a reason to drop him off? Because that goes against the 14th Amendment also. Um, there's no legal standard or due process for this, and this will and should be overturned by the Supreme Court. Um, Democrats even weighing in saying that they don't think that this is uh, a good deal, um, So I I don't know where it's going to end. It doesn't matter what we feel, what our opinions are. It's only going to come down to nine people. Okay. And five of those people are going to have to rule um, to overturn it, to have it changed in Colorado, and probably to have it changed in other states, because California is now um, also talking about it. New York is also talking about um, kicking them off the ballot.
3: So states' rights, unless the state is doing something you don't like.
2: No, states' rights, unless the state is uh, breaking the Constitution. They're not, though. Like I said, come up with something to bet, and I'll tell you, because I guarantee that this is going to be overturned by the Supreme Court. That doesn't mean it broke the Constitution.
3: The Supreme Court will vote any damn way they want.
2: What the hell are you talking about? At least
3: five of them haven't
2: even read (laughs) the Constitution. What the the hell are you talking about? The Supreme Court interprets the law. That is the law of the land, Mm -hmm. it's not an opinion that becomes law.
3: No, it is an opinion. Oh my god. They they <laughs> they write they write opinions.
6: That may be the dumbest that's...
3: thing you've said on the show this year. Well, okay then it's the 100th dumbest <laughs> thing that's been said on the show then.
2: Well, it might be because you're in
3: the top 100.
2: It might be, but once again, just because when, Colorado says it when, is one way doesn't make it that way. When the Supreme Court
3: votes on something, quite often the vote comes out five to four, right. meaning that five of them had the opinion that this uh, met with the Constitution and four of them had the opinion that it didn't.
2: Guess how Colorado ruled? Four to three, okay. which means four of them ruled that this was a part, was legal and three ruled that it wasn't. Right. But what I'm saying. <laughs> so,
3: what no, are you saying? Well, what I'm saying is just because something is ruled a certain way by the Supreme Court doesn't necessarily make it constitutional. The Supreme Court at one time ruled that black people couldn't vote or be citizens. And? And that wasn't constitutional because it, it said all men, I, all people. I, I understand it that. It didn't say all people except for the ones you don't like. Did they change
2: it? Uh, yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah, eventually. So they ruled it unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Eventually, eventually. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and i like i said <laughs> even if they rule it unconstitutional that means that, that trump will get on the ballot no matter what colorado said so that will be the rule of the land that it isn't ruled as insurrection okay kbi news time 717
0: Traffic, weather, news, sports, and more. Casper and Chris, News
2: Talk, KBOI. The Dow, which, you know, obviously would sound absolutely fantastic if you hadn't paid attention to the final hour of trading yesterday when the stock market Dow almost dropped 500 points. Um, by the way, it was up over 100 points at the beginning of that sell-off yesterday. Jeremiah, what what the heck happened with that 600-point sell-off over the last hour was there something specifically tied that scared the hell out of people?
7: Yeah, there's some speculation to that. I mean, their bottom line is there was no obvious catalyst that was responsible from the big sell off that really happened on the last leg of the trading day. I mean, I was really surprised to see that myself going into the market close update. And yeah, I mean, we've got to look at for the reality of the situation is we've seen an impressive rally, an impressive run for basically everything going into the back, the the end of the year. So a little bit of profit taking, that certainly was a component, but there's also this, this portion that's more technical, I guess you could say, and it was around volatility around options trading. So one um, popular options trading category that's really coming to play last year and this year it's zero day options so meaning they usually with options they have a set expiration date meaning it'll it'll last maybe a week a month or so but these zero day options contracts they they're purchased and expire within the same day That certainly drove a lot of volatility and there was a huge amount of volume of those zero day options that added to it. So I think it was just a combination of everything that really drove off that sell off. But you know, it's one of those things where we're seeing the futures market certainly rebound a majority of that loss. I think that momentum will continue and you got a lot of people who are sitting on cash, sitting on the sidelines and hesitant to get back into this rally. So if we see any dips like this, I think that's going to adjust course really quick because it provides an entry point for those individuals who... uh who feel like they were missing out, right? So so I think that was just really a point in time, a a a blip, so to speak, mainly driven by just those options volatility. And moving forward, I think we'll li- likely see any dips like that be taken advantage of. And you'll see a tremendous amount of cash. And that dip probably won't be there for that much longer as long as there's cash on the sidelines and people waiting to get in. But looking at it this morning, we're seeing a bit of a bump. We saw Micron. They released their earnings. Shares are up more than 7%. Wow. They're, get, they're getting bolstered by some uh, entering the chip space that can be used in artificial intelligence programs. Um, so any, any company, especially in the semiconductor space or the chip making space, if they're getting any exposure to artificial intelligence, it seems like it's certainly boding well for that stock. So again, we also had CarMax getting a bit of a lift. So better earnings reports mm-hmm. right, Excuse me. today that are giving a broader lift. And that really wasn't the case yesterday because you had FedEx with a dismal earnings report that weighed down on indexes as well. Well...
2: It uh, looks like it's going to be good here in a few minutes because uh, NASDAQ up over 150 uh, the Dow up over $220, SP and p up $35. we will get some of that back at the opening, it looks like. Uh, keep an eye on things today, get some updates throughout the morning. And we will talk to you uh, one more time this year, coming up uh, tomorrow morning.
1: Thanks, gents. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI.
2: 7.34, still foggy, dense fog advisory for you this morning uh, on your way to work. 31 degrees in downtown Boise. Coming up tomorrow, we have our final KBOI suite deal of the year, and we are closing it out with a bang, one of our fastest-selling uh, suite deals. And once again, limited number available for you tomorrow morning to Biscuit & Hogs. Uh, this is our second-fastest-selling. So they're, I think they're... It's a competition between them and Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Both of them uh, like the fact that they sell it so quickly, but uh, I know that uh, l- basically they would love it at Biscuit and Hogs if they can break the record that Lock, Stock, and Barrel had at about 2 minutes and 23 seconds, I think, was our fastest sellout. I don't know if we'll make it tomorrow, but mm-hmm. um, it, the, the last couple of times that we've done it, um, Biscuit and Hogs was gone in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if Tomorrow morning, you really want to take advantage of this $50 gift certificate uh, for only $25. It's the final one of the year, by the way. Take advantage of it beginning at 9 o'clock. You want to be there just before 9 Sign in and then click on that sweet deal link, get all your stuff. And then don't forget to hit refresh right at 9 o'clock and then you can take advantage. This would be a great gift item for the holidays. Um, although if you don't get two, I find it, would find it hard giving it up to somebody else uh, because the food is so great. So once again, <laughs> that's tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock I, sharp.
3: I told you I, I didn't. Debbie ordered breakfast, uh, but I got their bacon, bacon burger, mm. which, as I said, should be called a bacon, 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 bacon burger because there was so, so much, much bacon.
2: bacon. Um, now, you don't have to wait for the sweet deal, uh, other sweet deals. They're available right now if you want to check those out. Uh, Legends on Maine Pub and Grill in Weezer. So, if you're in that area, there's a $50 gift certificate for $25. X Golf half price gift certificate. Idaho Enhanced Conceal Carry Class, uh, a gift certificate. Still a few more. These are almost gone, by the way, um, to, uh, uh, McHugh Sports here in uh, Boise. Another $50 gift certificate for only 25 bucks. Plus, they have travel deals to get to warm places in the wintertime like Cabo San Lucas, Me- uh, Las Vegas, Mexico, and more. Check those out right now. You can do that and take advantage of those deals at KBOI.com.
1: Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: Seven forty-two. There's one. I is that even on TV anymore? Yeah, I haven't seen it any place this year. Uh, however, I I see all the the Grinch, Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation. It'll turn up somewhere. Usually CBS. Still love that show. What did, things like sixty, not like seventy, 70. years old.
3: You know, I, there are a ton of people who said they never liked the tone of the Charlie. You know, because it just kind of moves slowly, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and there's you know a lot of. Uh, it, 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 they're, they're very thoughtful you know it's not a lot of like gags and jokes yeah. and stuff and and they said they didn't like that tone but i i I really liked it when I, I was a kid
2: i did it as a kid too and it's so um you know reminds me of being a kid that that show and the original grinch um that the cartoon with yeah. boris karloff in it um, all make me feel very uh, traditional holiday feeling type things. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Don't forget we are texting. What is your favorite holiday uh, beverage? of choice uh just share that everybody who does if you want your tickets we'll pick one person of random at uh, random uh coming up this morning in the nine o'clock hour to get those tickets the famous idaho potato bowl coming on saturday some emails to uh get to uh no name on this one uh says very nice one though says new listener here it's been a pleasure listening uh to you too mike's amazing with his takes i'm sure he was at never a loss for words and chris is so witty with his comments that i totally enjoy you two work great together it's really fun to listen to thank you um, I wish you 'd put your name in there, and I would have uh thanked you personally um, I mean clearly that 's nobody mm-hmm. we work for, but no. I mean, <laughs> I mean th- thank you uh very much for writing that. That was awfully nice uh Homer writes in, loved hearing uh each of your takes just now on what 's going on in Colorado. <laughs> it is interesting because this is exactly what 's happening in happening in uh, and he puts America. Right now, mm-hmm. strong opinions on both sides, and at this point, until Supreme Court rules, that's all we have. Love a good debate. Uh, thank you, Homer. Here, here's something
3: P- people have been saying: every now and then, somebody will be on one of the news shows and they'll say, "Ah, this country is just divided. It's so divided, and and we need to get it together." When have has this country ever, in its history, only had one opinion about something?
5: Anything?
2: Um, you might you might want to go back about 300 years, maybe 400 years before, before it was a country. <laughs> Any time before the country, okay, okay, existed? when we were
3: when when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, pretty much it was like, okay, we're at war with the Japanese. Yes, th- we had one mind at N- that point.
2: Nine eleven,
3: and then you all of probably a sudden, say the same thing, and didn't no, last very long. Pr- pretty close. We yeah. didn't exactly know who to go to war against on nine eleven, but we all kind of wanted to go to war against somebody. Yeah, um, so we went to war against somebody,
2: and and you can almost say, isn't our uh, our republic? A democratic republic basically set up to not get along i mean in the way that it's set up politically
3: you're not supposed to agree with everything i mean in dictatorships everyone is required to agree with everything other than that you have arguments and you have division and you have people who think the country ought to be going one direction and people who think it ought to be going the other and uh, that's just america we like we, we like to
2: argue we you know america 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. Uh, let's get a final check on what's going on with sports once again this morning. Brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. Uh, they are open now. They've been open as they always are, beginning at 7 a.m. Um, get in for a delicious breakfast. And remember, um, if you like breakfast, chicken fried steak, for instance, uh, you love bacon, um, they've got traditional uh, breakfasts, and you can get it the entire time they're open up until two o'clock. Not every place does that. They serve breakfast all day at Pork Belly and Cuna.
3: In men's college basketball Wednesday, number 21 Duke beat number 10 Baylor 78 70. Wyoming top South Dakota State 78 65. Seton Hall scored a big upset over number five Connecticut, the defending national champion, 75 60. Liberty beat uh, Utah Valley 79 63. Utah top Bellarmine 85 43. Number fifteen Gonzaga top Jackson State one hundred seventy six. Villanova upset number twelve Creighton sixty eight sixty six. Number eleven North Carolina beat number seven Oklahoma eighty one sixty nine. Seattle topped Louisiana Tech in overtime seventy nine seventy three, and number four Arizona beat Alabama eighty seven seventy four. The Boise State men's team has a game tonight. Washington State they will be playing in a neutral site in Spokane. The Cougars are 8 and 2. They lost to Santa Clara at a Phoenix tournament on Saturday. The Broncos are 8 and 3. They most recently beat uh, Cal State Fullerton on Sunday. Jabuzo Abo leads Boise State in scoring at 16.3 points per game. The two teams are 4 and 4 all-time against each other. Boise State has won the past 2. That's sports.
0: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I love this
2: song. This would be in my top ten. If you put a gun to my head and said, pick your ten... Favorite holiday songs, this would be one of them. Uh, The
3: flip side of this single, also by Paul McCartney, was a reggae instrumental version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
2: I'm not quite sure Which I've never heard anyone
3: play on the radio before
2: (laughs) Surprise, surprise I only know about it because I happened to flip the record over once Uh, It is 7.53 Still giving away those tickets this morning To the famous Idaho Potato Bowl We've got two more pairs We'll give away a pair this morning And one more tomorrow morning If you want your tickets Just having fun with this uh, this morning Text your favorite holiday drink We're getting some uh, The reason I'm doing this by the way i uh, mm-hmm. uh, looking for some good ideas um christmas you're thirsty, right? yeah, christmas punch what's in your christmas punch? i know it's saying <laughs> christmas punch Well, what's in it i want to know what's how in many it.
3: knuckles do you use in your christmas punch
2: here is uh someone that uh has a smoked old-fashioned with a pint of bullet bourbon in one drink one pint of bullet bourbon <laughs> in your smoked old-fashioned
3: uh, in the words of mr Mackey. okay <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: another one and this would be good uh, i like it sprite with white grape juice mixed together, which sounds fantastic. If you just added a little vodka to it, it's it's it sounds a little bit like a, what are they a wine spritzer? Yeah, a little bit. Um, once again, it could be a uh, alcoholic beverage, non alcoholic yeah. beverage. Uh, we're just having you share your favorite holiday beverage. It
3: could Be diet Mountain Dew if I'm that's what you like.
2: Actually, shocked that eggnog is not on here yet. Eggnog. Is good. I mean, I, some people hate eggnog, but I, I don't. Like I don't particularly like it. Uh, my wife, however, absolutely loves it. It's uh, it's the nog, uh, just uh, too thick. I. think. I like
3: eggs in every form except for egg salad sandwiches.
2: Would you drink uh, a, a raw egg though? Is in that form? Uh,
3: not, not by choice. Probably no. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not you know trying to. I'm not getting ready to fight Apollo Creed or anything. So.
2: Oh, see, I said it, and here it is: eggnog and ah. spiced rum. Ooh. There you go. Um, yeah,
3: either one of those would be fine. No, no, no. They're together. <laughs> they're
2: together. Um, no name on this email. We talked about gas prices falling uh, yesterday. Um, says, have you seen the gas prices in East Idaho lately? Gas Buddy and my brother in Pocatello um, <laughs> confirm that yesterday it was $2.70. All right. Costco even lower. What are we doing in the Treasure Valley? Why do we continue to get taken advantage of at these gas prices? Um, once again, the difference, and it's continually always lower in that area because they're just across the border from Utah, where our gasoline comes from. So, gasoline here in the Treasure Valley comes from the same place that it comes from for so uh, Eastern Idaho.
3: A, a longer pipe then is worth a few more bucks again, or
2: um, spending more money on a truck mm-hmm. to truck it. Oh, here. Truck, had no yeah, truck, truck, yeah, truck it here. So that that's the uh, reason for the price. Now that's a big difference because two seventy in Pocatello. As compared to, uh, here where I've seen it, 319 is some of the lowest I've seen. Now it is mm-hmm. 309. Well, that's 49 Costco. cents, isn't it? Yeah. Costco and also at the Albertsons on Apple, it is, uh, 309, but still that's a, that's a pretty big difference for just, uh, a few hours of trucking time. 208-336, 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, if you want to get through, take part in the show this morning. It's always encouraged. Email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Um, we've got an R&R barbecue gift Still a good giveaway. If you haven't heard
0: our questions, stick around. It's next. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: 806. 31 degrees in downtown Boise. Uh, Some of the losses yesterday in that final hour in the stock market have been clawed back. Uh, The Dow officially up 200 points as of right now. All three of the indexes are up. S&P is up 29, and NASDAQ is also... Uh, up about 103 points. So, uh, like I said, it, as long as you didn't pay attention to that last hour, this is another <laughs> fantastic day we're today. All, we're all going to be rich. <laughs> um, once again, as we get into the 8 o'clock hour, you've got less than two hours left. Everybody who wants to go to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl for free, we've got your tickets. Uh, we've got more tickets than anybody else. Giving those away this morning. have one final pair to give away coming up tomorrow morning if you want to win those. But t- this morning, right now, you're texting, what is your favorite... Holiday beverage. This is kind of a two-pronged thing. Number one, we're going to get a winner. Number two, I'm looking for ideas. Uh, favorite beverage. This is John. Uh, I'll go with eggnog and a dash of Crown Royal. Okay, maybe a shot or two of Crown Royal according to the mood and taste. Got to keep it merry, right?
8: Damn right, John.
2: <laughs> I, I I see where you're coming from. Um, another one, and this is this is what I I, I traditionally on uh, Christmas I do holiday mules. And I, I've done Huckleberry Mules in the past, so I'm looking to do something different this year. Um, the, here's one that sounds absolutely fantastic: uh, Holiday Mule, uh, Absolute Vodka, Cranberries, Ginger Beer, Lime, and Ice. That sounds great. Um, uh,
3: Slade, that's a name I'm, nobody's ever sent in before, but Slade says Hot Dolce uh, De Leche. I'm not even—I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I, I know it's something I should know, but I don't uh it's it's basically um heat two cups of milk and half a cup of dulce de leche that 's how you
2: make it i think that might be uh a liqueur if i remember correctly i think it's i think it's a liqueur all right um makers mark manhattan there's just you know no nonsense person right there um this one, this sounds fantastic. Also, Christmas Punch. And the fact that it has uh, ginger beer in it, this Christmas Punch, if you put it into a copper cup, it would be uh, a mule, Christmas Punch mule. By the way, for those people who are, who are saying, you know, hey, this is our our Moscow mule, mm-hmm. it, it's not a mule if it's not in a copper cup. It's just a drink. Um, Christmas Punch with orange, uh, cranberry, sparkling apple cider. Mmm. Ginger beer and vodka—that sounds fantastic. Um, Once again, it has ginger beer. You put that in a copper cup, and you have your holiday mule. That's a good one.
3: Lisa says mold wine or hot buttered rum, and Mark says we like cocoa with red and
2: green marshmallows. That sounds very festive. Yes, (laughs) that mold mold wine uh, one—that sounds like a like a really traditional holiday drink and one person has put in uh wassail. I've never had wassail before have you?
8: I don't know. I don't know if what it's is
2: any. It? It's it's a kind of an it came from England but you've heard the song Here
3: we come a Wasseling. Here we come a wasseling yeah. which for some reason over here is called here we come a caroling.
2: Yeah. Oh. Uh, but they would, you know, go around I guess yeah. drinking wassail. W- and wassailing is you
3: and wassailing you go around drinking. Caroling is you go around singing. So that's <laughs> yeah. different. Like well actually, sounds better. more actually, <laughs> the caroling <laughs> would probably come right
2: after the wassailing. <laughs> Another uh, text, or this is an email in this morning, uh, Mike at KBOI.com. We were talking about, um, you know, traditional and and what really makes you think back to when you were a kid growing up uh, as far as um, Christmas shows. And we had talked about. The Peanuts Christmas says, or mm-hmm. Charlie Brown's Christmas says, uh, this person writes, and I tried uh, to find CBS to show the grandkids and couldn't find it on CBS. I've got Direct TV. just searched again. It is not offered anywhere. Amazon says it's unavailable to watch. And it looks like the folks at Apple uh, are the only people that have it now, but you have to pay a fee. See, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, you yeah. shouldn't have to pay a fee for it. It should be free. It should be. It's one of those things that it should be in the public domain. It's been around that long, and it used to be free every year. Why now do you start to charge a fee for it? <laughs> it just doesn't seem right, does it?
3: <laughs> mm.
2: Maybe it's just me. Claire,
3: Claire writes in and says, uh, have you ever tried white chocolate chai tea? I'm going to go with no.
2: I've never even heard of that before.
3: Lynn says, uh, we like eggnog either plain or plain boozy french vanilla coconut or apple pie flavor
2: all right oh that sounds good too by the way i did uh try we had talked yesterday about traditional foods and we had had a pie what the heck was it called yesterday that i oh a shoe fly pie shoe fly pie yeah, which is like molasses
3: and brown sugar stuff like that
2: um i i did have a piece last night mm-hmm. um was it like a big piece of candy it was um you didn't like it, did you? Very sugary, oh, shall okay. we put I did like it. I mm. did like it, but you can't eat a lot. And I would highly suggest if you have shoe fly uh, pie, um, maybe drink coffee, just black coffee with it to cut the sugar because it is a massive, oh. massive amount of sugar in that thing.
3: Lisa wrote back. She just sent me a couple of things here. Oh, she sent me mold red wine, heat three quarters of a cup each sugar and water in the saucepan until the sugar dissolves. Off the heat, add two-stripped lemon zest, 10 black peppercorns, three cloves, two cinnamon sticks, half a cup each of orange liqueur and gin, Mm. and one bottle of red wine, steep five minutes. Mm. There's a lot in that. Wow, people have some great traditional uh, beverages. Based on what you said, she says, white wine wassail, boil half a cup each, water and sugar in a saucepan, with one sliced orange half, one sliced lemon half, a one-inch piece of sliced peeled ginger, five cardamom, Oh, yeah, that's a spice, yeah. Okay, pods, five black peppercorns, and one cinnamon stick. Add two bottles white wine and the juice from the remaining citrus halves
2: and heat. That's your traditional wassail? That's what's in a wassail Uh, drink? That's the recipe recipe she sent me, so yeah. Um, another It doesn't
3: sound like she made it up.
2: Chris in uh, Kuna has uh, Moscow Mule with ginger, orange pill, and sugar i don't know what an orange pill is chris mixed in vodka mixed 24 hours before Wait, drinking. orange orange peel maybe that's what he meant he, he's, yeah. it's
3: p-i-l-l i think he he meant, orange pill. it's gotta
2: mean peel Well, right? it's, it
3: sounds very much like orange peel so yeah. Yeah, let's go with peel
2: so that, that's not a bad one keep coming in uh once again 208-336-3700 uh, pound 670 on your verizon wireless uh mike and nampa just 30 seconds before we have to get to bronco sports today what do you have for us this morning
4: Yeah, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, you can find it on a streaming site for free, and I just uh, double-checked it, and it is there, and it's called Soap Today. Okay. Soap. And it's a free streaming site. I use it all the time.
2: And it's, spell it soap or soak?
4: S-O-A-P.
2: Okay. Soap.
4: Soap. the
2: number two D A Y. Soap, soap today, today is a streaming service. You can find it. Uh, Charlie bound Christmas for free. Okay, as as in, for
3: gee, I free. wish that guy has, had used soap today. <laughs> Just remember it that way.
2: All right, uh, Mike and Nampa. Thank you very much.
4: That might be a pirate site. So. Uh,
2: oh, great!
4: Yar. <laughs> so
2: Shiver me timbers. <laughs> we'll take a break here. Uh, coming up next. Fifty dollar gift certificate. have
3: been hacked again. York.
2: On the way uh, for you to R and R Barbecue. We got the Casper and Chris. Answer
1: your impossible question. That'll be right after Bronco Sports today. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at one. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: 825 208 3700 3, pounds, 670 on your Verizon wireless. Casper and Chris Damn near Impossible Question it is brought to you by Berkshire Rathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty. Call today right now. They, they'd help you out right now. 208-888-4128. Joyce is going to get first crack at our question today. Joyce, h- how many times have you watched uh, the Festivus episode of Seinfeld?
9: Mm-hmm.
0: I've watched it before, but, um, a couple times, but I actually had to cheat. You gave us a heads up yesterday and I had to look up the answer. <laughs> Cheater!
2: Breaking the law! Breaking the Well, that's perfectly fine. That's why I gave it. We didn't want to go two days in a row where we didn't get an official answer to our damn near impossible question. So, um, let's, let's, uh, find out how well you cheated. Uh, Joyce, Hanukkah, we all know, ends after eight days and nights. When does Festivus officially end December 23rd yes but there's a specific thing that must happen on the 23rd oh it can't end until this happens so it could go into the 24th oh I didn't cheat good enough uh, apparently <laughs> not <laughs> try and that's so cute <laughs> Tammy um, Festivus uh, when does it officially end
5: it ends when the the head person that started it, usually the head of the family, challenges somebody in the group to a wrestling match, and they, and the head guy has to be pinned to the floor
0: <laughs> in that challenge.
2: That is exactly that is it. it. Festivus isn't officially over <laughs> till the head of the household has been pinned in the feats of strength. Way to go, Tammy congratulations uh that that is 100 percent correct you are a winner um we've got a 50 dollars gift certificate to r&r barbecue for you hang on the line all right um coming up tomorrow morning i i, I want to make sure tomorrow is festivus eve by the way yeah um we're going to be celebrating a couple ways tomorrow we're going to give away r&r barbecue because barbecue i think is the uh, festivus food traditional Festivus food. Um, So we have another gift certificate. I I don't
3: know that for a fact, but it works for (laughs) me. sounds
2: good, right? Um, We have another Festivus trivia question coming up at the same time. I'm going to give it to you again now um, so that you can start working on it now for tomorrow morning because we can't have the last day of the year for our damn near impossible question not be answered. So start working on it now. Hopefully you'll do a little better job uh, on cheating than Joyce did. According to Frank Costanza, Festivus was born when many Christmases ago... He went to buy something for his son. What was it that he intended to buy, and was the impetus for beginning Festivus? All right, that's your question. Don't call now. This will be coming up tomorrow morning. You start working on it now, so that you can get that fifty-dollar gift certificate. We'll take a break. On the way. More of your phone calls and emails. Continue to share your, uh, favorite holiday beverages. We've got tickets to the famous Idaho potato
0: bowl given away. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click
1: the listen live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: <laughs> uh festivus uh eve is tomorrow uh festivus officially <laughs> the holiday is on saturday tomorrow um we'll we'll be celebrating i know nate is going to be celebrating also uh festivus um we're not going to have feats of strength there might be feats of th- strength on nate's show he could be going up against uh sophie his producer
3: yeah. um i've officially we could, we could take off our shoes and. <laughs> no know. No, let's do, not do, do that. Do, do feats of strength that way.
2: I have officially begun the Festivus celebration. I went to DMB Supply yesterday and bought my official Festivus pole, which is now up in our studios. And by the way, that's not a joke. I that's got a, an aluminum it's, pole.
3: It's, it's a good poking
2: pole. A, it's a good-looking pole, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. It's so like
3: a, you, you could use it to fish... Something out from between two things that are too close together?
2: We are getting um, a lot of airing of the grievances already. So okay. anybody who wants to email those in, you can do that right now. At- Mike at KBOI.com and Chris at KBOI.com. And then tomorrow morning, we're going to allow you to air your grievances all morning long. We don't care what they are. They can be grievances about your family, about politics, about what's going on in mm-hmm. your school. What? We don't care. It's an For airing of a grievance. Preferably nothing obscene. Oh, well, yeah. We'll, we'll clean that up. But, um, if you want to get those in right now, we'll hang on to them. And then coming up tomorrow, um, we'll, we'll go through a bunch of airing of the uh, grievances. This is just mm-hmm. like a, a newspaper every year in Tampa started this years ago um, where they let people send in their grievances, and then they just put them in the newspaper absolutely right. free, which, by the way, in this day and age is crazy because it's, newspapers charge
3: for everything. It's almost the exact same thing as the op-ed page, but it's it's shorter, yeah. so it's easier to yeah. read. Yeah.
2: Um, there, there's actually been some pretty good ones. We'll share some of those uh, with you coming up uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, also, we're continuing to give away those The famous Idaho Potato Bowl, that's going on right now. If you would like your tickets uh, today, you have up until uh, 9.50. 9.50 will be your last chance, right around there, to text, what is your favorite holiday traditional drink? It could be uh, alcoholic, non-alcoholic, whatever it is, go ahead and share. There's no right or wrong answers. Um, There have been some good ideas, however, that uh, I have officially already stolen. And thanks to one of our listeners, I think I have my official Holiday Moscow Mule that I will be uh, serving this year. This thing sounds fantastic. Do you have a new recipe to get? I do have a new okay. recipe, thanks to our, one of our listeners. So, uh, yeah, some of this stuff is being stolen. So, yeah, we're doing it for you to get tickets. Also, for me to steal some of these uh, great ideas. Keep them coming in, 208-336-3700. Oh. Here's one.
3: <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not signed, but it says, uh, My blender makes good Bloody Marys and cranberry margaritas. And for Hanukkah, we have a manischewitz cocktail.
2: Now, what's in a manischewitz cocktail? Well, what's all in there?
3: He didn't list the. uh, Yeah,
2: that's see. And when you send in your your favorite traditional beverage, tell us what's in it. I mean, it's
3: probably just like a wine spritzer, but made with manischewitz wine.
2: Yeah, so we want want to know specifically what you have in it.
3: I don't know how much that is now, but when I was a kid, it was like a dollar ninety-five a bottle.
2: Oh, the good stuff. You got yeah. the good stuff.
3: It was right there with, you know, what, Mogan David
2: yeah. and uh, um, Boone's
3: Farm, Strawberry Hill, and all those others on, on that shelf.
2: Big day yesterday for Boise State University, uh, early signing period. Mm-hmm. Um, I say big day because uh, officially they didn't lose anybody. Well, they lost one person, and they lost that person um, a few weeks ago who decommitted their best ever, would have been their best ever recruit, Gatlin Bear. Um, decommitted um, and he did not sign yesterday. No. So, Gatlin will s- sign sometime in February, which is the uh, original official signing period. This was the early signing period. Uh, Boise State signed, um, uh, I think, 18 commits yesterday. Um, could there be another one coming? Now, I only say this because a quarterback oh, yeah. entered the transfer portal yesterday from Nebraska. And on three has said that it's his most likely landing place is Boise State University. Is that right? Yeah. And, Interesting. You know, if I said the name Chuba, would you think that he was a quarterback? <laughs> uh, no.
3: A circus clown, probably. But, Chubba,
2: uh, I mean, if your name is Chuba, you're probably on the offensive well, line, right? Well, I mean, right?
3: Nick Chubb is a really good football player. But, but a
2: lineman, yeah. No, he's a... Nick Chubb is a running back. Yeah, yeah Nick yeah, Chubb's yeah, a running back, right, yeah. 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 um. Now the other notable thing about this, other than his funny name, I I, I
3: like it when their you know their name fits their position. You know, like Tom Brady, you know, just seems like a quarterback name now. And, like, wide receiver, remember Lynn Swan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but, then,
2: uh, but then the lineman was Jethro Pugh, <laughs> right? Um, Chubba Purdy. Um, the reason why the name might be uh, interesting to Boise State fans, if this is true, and it hasn't been confirmed as of yet, this is just uh, is, the sports
3: he, uh, Is he related to any website. other
2: Purdy's? Uh, yeah, he, he's kind of uh, related to one of the other Purdy's. One of the other Purdies. Yeah, uh, the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, that Purdy. That Purdy. Chubba Purdy is, uh, transferred officially entered yesterday. You know, if, if we could get him, Portal.
3: if we could get him, that would be Purdy.
2: <laughs> they, uh, think that this has a lot to do with the fact that Nebraska yesterday signed, uh, one of the number one. I, I don't yeah. remember if he was number one.
3: High school quarterback. One
2: of the top three quarterbacks in the nation ended up signing him. Uh, they said, uh, that happened and shortly thereafter, uh, Purdy entered the yeah. transfer portal. So they
3: probably told Purdy, No, you can still play next you, yeah, year man. as long as you're better than one of the top three <laughs> yeah, quarterbacks you, in the nation. If you beat him out, so shouldn't be a problem.
2: Uh, it'll be interesting to keep its eye on because, uh, Boise State only picked up one quarterback and it was not out of the transfer portal yesterday. I did find it interesting. Uh, Spencer Daniel, uh, Spencer Danielson, new head coach, um, was able to hold on to everybody. And he said, you know, thanks to our relationships with all of our coaches and everything, mm-hmm. um, nobody flipped other than Gaitland Bear, um, and also, this kind of goes back to everybody talking about our kind of guys. He said that every single player, he goes, I was very blunt with everybody, told them how early they were going to have to get up, how many stairs that they were going to be running um, in the summertime at Boise State's uh, Albertson Stadium, mm-hmm. and how hard that they were going to work And saying, this is the hardest you are ever going to work in your life. He goes, I want those kind of guys that hear that, And go, I'm ready to do that. Right. And not the guy that goes, well, wait a minute. I don't have to work. I don't want to work that Hang on. I'm already
3: good. What's your problem?
2: Yeah. So he was looking uh, at those uh, type of guys. So um, I have not seen a rankings yet for the uh, Mountain West. Colorado State had a pretty good day yesterday. They did get a a four star uh, recruit signing on. And I believe that UNLV also got a four star recruit. None of the recruits from Boise State um, were above a three star. But that doesn't make a difference. Remember when we had our best teams back in the, Uh uh, uh, what, 10, 12 years ago? Um, Very few three-star recruits in those. (laughs) It was mostly two-star recruits and a couple three-star. Now it's all three-star. Occasionally we get a four-star recruit. but uh, So we won't know uh, how good these guys are for probably a couple years, but hopefully um, they'll be good so that we have a lot to talk about because kboi is the voice of the uh broncos we'll take a break 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless still on the way for you this morning i'm going to continue to uh talk a little bit about the decision from the uh, colorado supreme court interesting how um even cnn not agreeing uh some of the experts on cnn not agreeing with this thinking that it might not pass the test when it gets to the supreme court we're also going to find uh, talk about a new law that takes effect on january 1st in california that uh, certain types of toys in stores this is what this has to do with so it's not going to be for this christmas but next next christmas there's going to be a special section in all the stores for these type of toys uh, based on this new law it takes effect january 1st
1: Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: that 's right, beginning January first, a new California law will mandate stores that sell children 's items must have general gender neutral sections in their store. The law applies to stores that sell children uh, child care items also toys employs a minimum of five hundred employees across store locations uh, and it requires that they offer a section where a reasonable selection of items and toys for children that it sells shall be displayed regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either girls or for boys. Stores that do not comply with the law will face civil penalties and charge $250, and after the first offense, it will be $500, Hmm. keeping similar items that are traditionally marketed either for girls or boys separated makes it more difficult for the consumer to compare the product and incorrectly implies that their use by one gender is inappropriate. What? And I guess this is, this is a confusing law. I mean, I remember growing up as a kid, my, I mean, we would ask for dolls as a a little boy and mom would buy us little dolls for Christmas. What sort? GI Joe. Okay, is an
3: action figure?
2: Is it? But I mean, it's still a doll. But, it, but in marketing, they don't call
3: it a doll; they call it an action figure.
2: Now, is it what it is marketed it as, or is it what it is? That this is what's confusing about this. Well, what we're, makes what makes a toy gender neutral? We're we're in radio, so it's what it's marketed as. No, I don't.
10: Uh,
3: gender. I think what makes something gender neutral. Or not. Um, well, let's put it this way: everything is gender neutral until you actually give it to that's, somebody to play with. That's what I thought. That's who's, why who's, this is so confusing. Who's playing with it? A boy. Okay, so it's a boy toy. Who's playing with that one? A girl. Okay, so it's a girl toy. Who plays with that one? Everybody. Okay, so it's gender neutral. Gender I grew neutral.
2: Up, I grew up. I had seven brothers and sisters. Uh, uh, we. I mean, my sisters played with our Tonka trucks. Does that make it gender neutral? Is that still yeah, a boy? Toy? I guess that's what I mean. This this law is so stupid. It Again, makes it's no, just no it, sense.
3: They're just talking about how it's marketed. But if if you leave the word boy or girl off of it, everything is gender neutral.
2: That's what that's what I was thinking. Is like what it? <laughs> <laughs> what about I mean, a, a, bike? If,
3: uh, a girl's bike. Yeah, and oh, a boi- now okay, wait a minute. Okay. A girl's
2: bike doesn't have that bar because boys hit their hoo-haws on it.
3: Yeah, that always made more sense to me that a boy should ride a girl's bike.
2: No, doesn't it?
3: Because the one with the bar (laughs) shouldn't. Never mind. Anyway, no, I,
2: I, you're you're exactly right. Yeah,
3: I, I realize that. I just don't know how to word it. Yeah, to, uh, um, I must be getting tired. Anyway, yeah, I
2: don't know who enforce. How do you enforce this? It, it's like no, this is a, a gen- is your, gender where is neutral. where's your
3: gender neutral uh, section? Now I could oh, understand. the whole store is a general yeah, neutral section. I could okay. understand if you're saying I can't even say gender neutral.
2: This is a doll. We're not going to allow a boy to have this or a parent to buy this for their their young boy that's that's, that's that that i could see but but i mean to say i I don't even know how they enforce
3: this my my sister had a barbie camper you know the the mm -hmm. motorhome which i thought was very
1: cool but i didn't play with it
0: for your google play simply say hey google play 670 kboi
1: now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi
3: Mike, 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 put put, <laughs> Mike, Put, put
2: Mike. the gun down, Mike. <laughs> you know, you've just been moved way to the bottom of my list, Derek. Darn it. God, what a horrible... Dominic the donkey. And, and, and I know I complain about it, but part of the reason I complain about it is because now that's going to be in my head for the entire rest of the day. Has it been every day he's played it? Every day he's been. Because this is like the third or fourth day. Every single day. Yeah, I think he's doing it just to piss me off now. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh You can email Chris at com. Mike at com. Continue with your emails. By the way, your favorite holiday beverage, whether it, it doesn't need to be alcoholic beverage, it be non-alcoholic, go ahead and email those in, or text those in, rather, at 208-336-3700. Out of all the texts that we receive, up until about 9.50 this morning, one person will be chosen at random to get the tickets to the game. Once again, going on Saturday at Albertson Stadium. It is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. You've got a couple of tons of french fries that you'll be able to get. Take part. pregame festivities. Lots of stuff going on. Um, a lot of free stuff that you'll be able to take advantage of. And then, of course, you'll have the free tickets to the game. Uh, once again, uh, we've been getting a lot of texts. And I'm going to share these with you, some of these. Like I said, there's no right or wrong answers. Mm. We're just looking uh, once away as a way to give and, away these and tickets, and I'm looking to steal some ideas.
3: N- no matter how much the feeling hits you, do not roll in the french fries because they do serve them hot, and you will be me be burned.
2: Yes. Uh, by the way, as we were going to break, wanted to hear uh, have you hear this again in case you uh, missed it, got a couple of emails in if you want to uh, tell us what you think about this new law in California that takes effect on January 1st.
8: The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, will force stores that sell toys to have gender neutral toys for the children in California. The retailers who do not adhere to these new norms, which have been approved by this governor, could start receiving fines of $250 to $500. Therefore, in the beginning of the new year, all of these shops in California will have a section dedicated to gender-neutral toys. And this, of course, in a mandatory manner because if not, they'll be castigated with consequences. And not everyone agrees with this new policy. The president of the conservative group California Family Law Council, Jonathan Keller, stated activists and state legislatures have no right to enforce retailers to espouse government-approved messages about gender. It's a violation of free speech, and it's just plain wrong.
2: First, I mean, my first question is, why does this have to be done? I mean, who... I I don't necessarily see who this is hurting when you go into a store and purchase something. And
3: again, again, I don't think they've really thought it out, because technically anything can be gender neutral.
2: That's what I thought.
3: Now, does gender neutral in, in this particular case, does it mean that if there is a doll figure, that the doll figure has to look like it's neither male nor female?
2: Do you have to specifically put on the packaging that this is a doll that has specifically been because made for boys the and only, girls? The only
3: doll I've ever seen that doesn't look like a male or female is the one that they give kids to point out, like you know where the well, where they were touched by the the
2: the other one. Yeah, the, the other one that doesn't look like a male or a female is GI Joe. Really? Well, have you, have you ever taken GI Joe's pants down?
3: I have not. But <laughs> I okay, and that's the same, I guess, with Ken, though, right?
2: Yeah, Ken's the yeah. same way. Yeah. Well, I guess I technically mean,
3: Barbie would be. Gender yeah, neutral Barbie is
2: too. too. I mean, they're all gender non-specific, right? I guess I, I technically. And I don't understand how how I mean, do you enforce it? That's up to the parents. That's up to the parents. If you want to get
3: your boy nothing but you know trucks and cowboy stuff and all that, I mean, feel free. But here, or get your girl, you know, whatever you want to get her. It's Here's the thing: you.
2: you and I were talking about this off air. Yeah, um, you would consider a Barbie. Motorhome or RV, whatever camper mm-hmm. that 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 would be pretty much gender specific to a girl, right? For us well, growing up,
3: right? It, okay, in, okay, I'm talking about like 1971, 72, and yes, it was bright pink and uh, came with basically all the you know the Barbie type
2: stuff. Here's the thing: when we were little kids, we were little boys, and we had GI Joes and GI Joe kind of marketed as a, a kid had, for little boys. I
3: had Johnny West, but yeah,
2: we we took. Our, our sister's camper barbie camper and used it repurposed it for a, a gi joe camper does that make it gender neutral because now you have a little boy's toy in a little girl's toy does that does that pass the test? What and once again, how do you enforce that? Because now it's already been purchased and it's taken to the home where both boys and girls are playing with the toy. I, our, our, I our never... Girls, our, my sisters, used to get, take our, our GI Joes. I never and, and they didn't. They did. They they didn't like Ken, so they had GI Joes marry their Barbies. See,
3: part it's, of that is probably a larger family thing. I never, I never took any of my sisters' stuff. Uh, mainly just because I enjoyed keeping on living and whatnot.
2: Um. No name on this. Oh, Steve. Steve writes in. Text message 208 mm-hmm. 336 says, I think the purpose of this law um, is just a mix. All boys and girls toys together rather than when you go to a toy store, there is a separate section yeah. for girls and there toys and boys toys. And, and that would be fine. Just put them all over the place. Yeah. I, I don't think you would have anybody. <laughs> I still have a problem with it. Why are you forcing them to do it?
3: Okay. And James in Garden City. If I were a store owner, I would not have boy girls sections. I would organize things by a descriptive term for that toy group, i.e., plush toys, board games, action figures, building kills, etc., or building kits. That would that be good? Building kills, building kits, etc. Then I would declare that the whole store is gender neutral, like you guys said. There you go. It's and it, it doesn't seem like that would be difficult. W- would you could that, have a section. Would called, that work? You could have a section called dolls without necessarily calling it dolls for girls. Yeah.
2: Would that work, or would the you know powers that be that are enforcing this law say you didn't go far enough this is not what we meant you have a $250 fine now and if you do it again it's going to be $500 going forward any more times i don't know like i said i've got two problems with the law why do you have to force this on somebody and how do you enforce it i don't know you know i i are they going to have a uh, gender toy police now in in Cal- california
3: and and that would be the perfect time i mean that's that's the cliche with everybody who ever gets arrested for practically anything uh, is uh, really, this is what you're spending your time on when there are criminals out there <laughs> running around.
2: Well, you know, considering that they've defunded the police, like in some of the cities in California, it might be hard to all of a sudden defund the police and go, hey, we're going to have gender neutral police. though, will hire a bunch of those. Ron in uh, Melbourne, listening on 670 AM this morning. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI.
4: Good morning. Uh you know one of the ironic things about that whole law in uh, in California is in order to uh prosecute somebody who you think is not following the law you are going to have to tell them that they are separating boy toys and girl co- toys therefore you must admit there is a difference between a boy and a girl
1: oh
2: Ron, shame on you for yeah. pointing that out. Shame, shame, shame.
5: I'm
4: just waiting for some prosecutor to do that and some defense lawyer to say, wait a minute, you're telling me there's a difference?
2: <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Thank you, Ron. Thanks for pointing that out. Gary makes another good point. Gary from Napa. Mm-hmm. All toys are gender neutral. The toy doesn't care who plays with it. Exactly
3: which i i don 't know if that's necessarily been uh, the plot of any of the Toy Story movies, but it could
2: be, yeah, um, no name on this Texas total craziness on the gender neutral law. you think Idaho is crowded now, more Californians are coming this way because of laws like this two oh eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Um, Another uh, text message from Luke and Boise says uh, the restocking cost is going to be much more than the, the fine. Depends on how many times you get fined. If you don't do anything about it, um, each fine, you know, you get the first fine is only 250 After that, okay. it's $500 per fine.
3: NCAA high school basketball. Who plays basketball, men or women? Both. Exactly. So uh, put your basketballs in one section and say gender-neutral toys.
2: <laughs> That's a great point. Though. Yeah, that is a great point. A Basketball. Uh, It used to be that there were different size basketball for boys Mm -hmm. and girls. I don't think that's true anymore, is it?
3: I don't know for sure, but yes, the, uh, in the women's game, it was slightly smaller.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's true. I think they use the same size basketball. No, I could be wrong, but I, I think that has changed. I've got nieces in basketball. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to ask them. Um, (laughs) like this one. I'm Gumby, damn it. Yes, but are you gender neutral? Are you a boy? Well, I've always I've always assumed Gumby way. was a was a boy.
3: Well, I mean, Eddie Murphy's I a boy. I assumed. He played Gumby on
2: Saturday Night Live, so. Maybe that's, Gumby. you know, when you assume, makes an ass out of you. Maybe that I made an ass out of myself for However, assuming that Gumby, damn it, was, I a, would, was a boy.
3: I would say, speaking purely anatomically, that, uh, yeah, I, I would say that Gumby is quite neutral. Yeah. And you or, don't you don't have to take or, Gumby's
2: pants down to prove it either,
3: or, or neutered, or neutralized, or yeah. something like that. But it all starts with the thing. And by word. the way,
2: when I made that comment, I wasn't taking GI Joe's pants down. I was taking his pants off because we had different uniforms that we could put on Here. on uh, GI Joe. Here. And by the way, GI Joe, this was uh, the weirdest part. We always thought growing up as kids, GI Joe never wore underwear. He was he was always commando. Commando. Which, well, that, that by the way, G.I. Joe is a commander. I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of his job. So I, I guess I understand that. <laughs> so yeah. 208. Man, this is a stupid conversation. And it all started with a stupid law. Two hundred eight, three 3,700 pounds, 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, if you want to get in, uh, with your opinion, feel free to do that right now. Also continue. We're giving away the tickets to the Boise, uh, famous Idaho potato bowl. Um, just, Got a text in. Can you share some of these um, on the air? I would like to know how to make a great Moscow Mule. Um, yeah, we've shared a couple of them, but I'll, I'll share another one for you. My no, personal were, one that I made I, last I re- year. I
3: read them very quickly, which on the radio
2: doesn't really work that way. Huckleberry... Um, holiday mule i'll Mm -hmm. I'll share that recipe when we come back if you have your favorite um traditional drink get those in could be a uh, traditional alcoholic beverage non-alcoholic beverage whatever it is out of all the people that we have texting in this morning one person will be chosen at random to get those free tickets to this coming saturday's football game utah state taking on georgia state in the famous idaho potato bowl The
1: Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
2: 920, JR writes in uh, email, just heard your question about Festivus for tomorrow. When did George Costanza have a son? I wasn't aware he uh, had a kid in the show. He didn't. Here's the question again. According to Frank Costanza, Festivus was born when many Christmases ago he went to buy something for his son, whose name was George. Whose like. name was George? What was he intending to buy? That what was the impetus for the beginning of Festivus? All right, so it's George Costanza's, Costanza's father, Frank Costanza. He had the son who was
3: George. Who was Jerry Stiller?
2: There, yeah. Um, so there's your question. By the way, that is the official. Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question for you uh, tomorrow morning. I'm giving it to you now so that you can start working on it um, because we can't have our final question of the year not mm-hmm. be answered. So I'm um, going to give you a head start on that. It'll happen again tomorrow morning at about 820.
3: Denny in Nampa says, Many years ago, I was working in New Jersey with a bunch of other folks who hailed from Nevada. One guy had the need to return to Nevada, and on his departure, he uttered a classic prophecy that has come to pass. He said, Mark my word, boys. Someday someone will pick up the New York and New Jersey side of the United States and all the flakes and nuts will roll into California. <laughs> Seems a little like that, doesn't it? That was a, a Gallagher joke years ago. He said, uh, I live in Hollywood. He says, living in Hollywood's like living in a, a bowl of granola.
2: What ain't fruits and nuts is flakes. Paul in Nampa listening on 670 AM this morning. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning, you guys. Happy holidays. We'll just keep that general n- neutral. <laughs> no, it's Merry Christmas.
3: <laughs> no, Merry 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 is a girl's name. No, I don't care. Name.
2: It's still Merry Christmas.
3: <laughs> you have to have like Jerry Christmas because that could be anybody.
2: <laughs> you no, can't you know, can't say this, Jerry because that's that's a yeah, it's a slam on. Uh, okay, Carrie. There you go.
3: That could be Carrie Graham, or, or yeah. Carrie from the movie where <laughs> yeah. she killed everybody. All
10: right. Okay. <laughs> this new law that they're coming out with. It coincides with the other new law that they're coming out with or just came out with last year. And that's they don't have to tell their parents when a kid goes to school whether or not they're going to transition there. And if if you look at these little increments of these new laws, it's designed to forever change your child. I mean, you're going to send your kid out to school one day and it's going to be a boy and it's going to come home in a dress. You're going to wonder what happened. Well, that's probably what happened. I'm sorry to say that but that's what they're after. You know, they're not just they're not just in there wanting to transition your kid. They want to keep that kid short and little, to not be able to grow any further for a specific kind of sex and that would be pedophile sex. I'm convinced of this. It doesn't sound too much like science fiction, it sounds like it's real. And I'm I'm just telling you guys that's what they're trying to do and they're trying to spread it all the way across the country.
2: Well, and I thank you for the call. And I, I don't think, uh, just wanting to try. It is, it is spreading. Um, and I talked to a teacher over the weekend. Um, and I'm not going to mention the school district and they don't want me to mention their name because they don't want to get in trouble, but they have specifically been told in, um, school meetings, you know, that if a student of theirs comes to them questioning whether they are, um, you know, heterosexual cis whatever it's like they have a specific way that they're supposed to get them help through the school mm-hmm. and they are not supposed to mention it to their parents
3: right and uh, let's see most most of what the, the decisions that are made like that in school districts are made for one reason and one reason only and that's to avoid being sued by anybody
2: and that I mean, that might be a great point right there you know because you're like why would a teacher not let a parent know if you're getting them help on a certain subject that is so personal to you your your child that's a great point it's like we don't want to get sued by the parent so instead of telling them what's going on you keep it a secret say, you could say you know uh, no we need possible that's out, deniability I'm, I'm i'm i teach math and that's outside
3: my area but see that wouldn't help the biology teacher would it
2: no 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless we will uh, take a break um when we come back we'll talk a, a little bit about the story that broke uh, here day before yesterday we talked a little bit about it yesterday morning um but some of the uh shows television news shows have had a chance to weigh in on it um surprisingly some of the uh, cnn experts uh weighing in not Probably the way a lot of people thought that they would think on this uh, Colorado law to dump Trump off the primary. Uh, coming up in March, it has now moved uh, and have been appealed to the Supreme Court. It, it, the, the rule has been, the law has been stayed until January 4th. I don't think there's any way in the world the Supreme Court is going to call themselves back for an emergency session during the holidays. I could be wrong but i don't think this is going to happen until after uh the first of the year it does give them a few days if they want you know coming back there's to come back after january 1st uh on january 2nd like we are um and then you know have the case i don't know if it's going to happen the first week of next year or not um but we'll talk a little bit more about that when we uh come back also you've got about half an hour Get your text in. What's your favorite beverage, holiday, traditional beverage that you do every year? Go ahead and share those with us. One person will choose at random to get those tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl.
1: Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. historic first the colorado supreme court disqualifying president trump from their state's 2024 primary ballot the 14th amendment of the constitution says office holders cannot support insurrection and the judges say that trump did that with his actions on january 6th trump campaign calling the ruling a quote scheme to interfere in an election on behalf of crooked joe biden 208-336-3700
2: pound 670 on your verizon wireless um Yesterday, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but now we've had a 24 hours since the decision came down. We know that there's going to uh, be an appeal heard by, it might be heard by, we haven't even heard if it's going to be heard by the Supreme Court. It is expected to be heard by the Supreme Court um, coming up sometime next year, uh, probably. A CNN legal expert uh, yesterday afternoon uh, blew apart the Colorado Supreme Court's decision that threw Donald Trump off the state ballot. Um, this is, uh, former federal prosecutor, uh, Ellie Honig on CNN, uh, talking about, uh, how effectively, um, basically that accused the judges of making up their own rules as it went along.
0: Decision. The district court already said a finding of fact that the pres, former president engaged in an insurrection. Correct. But this court is taking it one step further and reading Section 3 of the 14th Amendment a way that no court has so far.
9: Yeah, and here's where I think the problem comes in with the ruling we got from the Colorado Supreme Court yesterday. Even if we take it as a given that Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection, and I'm willing to sign on to that given all the facts, I think quite clearly we still don't know, even as we sit here now, we don't know how this works. We don't know... Who gets to decide whether a person engaged in insurrection? We didn't know 100 years ago. We didn't know yesterday. We don't know now. The problem is the Constitution tells us how we're supposed to know. The 14th Amendment says, Section 5, Congress is supposed to pass laws telling us how this works. Congress has not done that. And so what Colorado did is they sort of made up this procedure. They had this quasi-hearing over five days. And now the Supreme Court of Colorado, by a 4-3 to margin, is saying, eh, good enough. He's out. That is a violation of due process. And that is why I think that this ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court is going to be struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court.
0: Avalon, I want you to respond, but we'll get to Mm -hmm. three of the just
2: another uh, interview yesterday, um, former Trump aide and uh, Trump harsh critic now. Um, also weighed in on what he thinks on Caitlin Collins' show on CNN yesterday. Um, this is uh, former Trump advisor uh, John Bolton. Um, he also said that he believes that Colorado's ruling would be reversed. Uh, once again, take a listen to that. This is uh, John Bolton.
8: I'm joined here tonight by former President Trump's former national security advisor, John Bolton. Ambassador Bolton, when you look at this, this measure that was put in place to, to keep former Confederates from returning to power. I mean, what do you make of it being used here?
11: I think it's completely misplaced. I think this this Colorado Supreme Court decision is badly wrong for multiple reasons. Number one, the, the 14th Amendment provides that Congress can pass legislation to carry uh, its provisions into effect, which Congress has done on many aspects. It has not put anything with respect to Section 3 on the books uh, since just after the Civil War. Uh, second, the, the idea that uh, 50 different state courts can can decide a question involving the highest elective office in the executive branch, interpreting the federal constitution as to what constitutes an insurrection against the federal government uh, is, is incoherent. And I think uh, undoubtedly the Supreme Court's going to have to clear that up. In terms of what the framers of the 14th Amendment meant. Uh, I, I think I think it's quite clear that the radical Republicans in Congress who wanted to suppress the secessionist advocates and governments of the southern states that succeeded would not provide, on this critical question of uh, the offices that, that are going to be denied to people who broke their oath to the United States, that you're going to put decision making authority on that in the hands of the states. Including the former secessionist states that if that was their intention they were they were delusional when they did it, so I'd be willing to bet a small amount of money here that the Supreme Court, uh, if it gets to the merits of this, if it has to uh will reverse there's There's no other logical way you can uh, apply this and and it would sow chaos in elections as far as the eye could see
8: well, and I think it's important for people maybe if they don't watch the source every night and haven't heard from you since you left working for for Trump when he was president you have been quite critical of him and the idea that he could be back in office but you're saying that that the way that that should be achieved if that's what someone is trying to do here shouldn't be through a, a ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court or the US Supreme Court that it should be a decision for the voters is that what you're saying
11: well ultimately it should be but if if uh, if if this case and I do think the Supreme Court will take it that uh, they, they Uh, They should not let this kind of uh, erroneous decision rest out there because other cases are going to be brought, you can see it uh, already. Uh, This has to be something that Congress itself, if they want to enact legislation, which they haven't done for 150 years about what the meaning of Section 3 is, uh, then it's not up to the states to make it up as they go along. 208
2: 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is interesting that, uh, both of those, uh, two people on CNN mentioned specifically their opinions, and it was the same opinion that, um, the 14th Amendment states that only Congress can pass legislation on specific laws of insurrection. Um, I, I found that interesting because I, I hadn't even interpreted, you know, the, the Constitution in that particular way um but now again i'm not a law professor i've never studied law i'm not a lawyer attorney or other than the fact that every once in a while i play one on the radio um but as due process of law once again and we talked about this yesterday um you know trump hasn't been charged he hasn't had the due process of being able to go through a trial um faces accusers What, what do you mean um. He's he. Has, there's been no trials on uh, insurrection. There's been no charges, official charges of insurrection. True. I mean, no insurrection. Right. I mean, um. This I mean, is.
3: Had, there were court procedures in in Colorado. There. Yeah. There, his, were, there were. That his lawyers participated. In.
2: Right. Um. However, there was there were court procedures based on whether or not he can be in. The primary not yeah, whether based, not was- based on uh, on whether or not it was officially a charge of insurrection because he hasn't been charged, and that's not what a court a Supreme court does um, they don't you know
3: it's almost like they told him he was just mm, too insurrection
2: kind of yeah, kind of um, this is this i, I don 't know if this clears anything up for people or or not um, legal penalty for insurrection. Uh, under a conviction under eighteen u s code two three eight three carries severe consequences if you're found guilty of acts of insurrection or rebellion against the u s government you face the following imprisonment for up to ten years and a fine of up to twenty or two hundred fifty thousand dollars as determined by court or both um, nowhere does that mention uh, you're th- you're thrown off a primary and aren't able to run for uh... election now, that is a part of 14, and I, I firmly believe that if there had been due process and Donald Trump had been found guilty of insurrection by a court of, a jury of his peers, um, we're not having this conversation. I, I'm, I'm even saying, no, he was found guilty of insurrection, so that means based on the 14th Amendment, he, he can't run for president in any state, not just Colorado, I think you would see a complete difference also uh, in other other states in, in where he has already won his cases. Colorado is the only state where he has not won his right. particular, and he did originally. He there did been, originally win.
3: He, he won. He's won seventy five percent of these cases. Just lost. Actually, one. he's
2: he's won hundred percent of the cases. He's just lost the appeal. He originally won in Colorado too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So this is this is just uh, an appeal that he lost in, and now will be appealed uh, again. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Tom and Emmett listening on 670 AM this morning. Um, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI.
4: I find it very interesting that when John Bolton says that Donald Trump is a danger to our democracy if he's ever elected again, because he promises to be a dictator, I find it very convenient now that all of a sudden he says something that bolsters your argument, he's being quoted as being an expert on it. We've been He's been Completely, I didn't. I didn't call him an expert. because he said he worked with Donald Trump. He said he. He said it would be a disaster. if He's elected as president.
2: You d- you did hear this interview, didn't you? He said the same thing I in did, this interview. Did, he did, said in I this did, interview he'd be a disaster. It'd be a disaster as president. But as a matter of law, throwing him off is uh, not correct.
10: The
4: third, the the article, the. The third article in that did not say you had to be convicted. It said if you participated in an insurrection. We just have a difference of opinion. You guys figured that was just a little demonstration. They're beating down the doors, putting up a gallows, talking about hanging the vice president. I believe it was an insurrection. You're never going to be changed. I understand. And you're never going to be changed, and I understand that. Yeah, well, give us... Three years of Donald Trump, and we'll talk again, I promise you. We've, we've had four years of Donald Trump,
2: and uh, his policies were awesome, in my opinion. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Jerry and Boise, listening on 670 AM. Good morning to you.
5: Hey, um, I just, this has nothing to do with Donald Trump. I just want to thank Chris Wong personally. You answered a question on my personal Facebook page this weekend about a Christmas um, skit. Yeah. The KBO I used to run on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank you so much. That meant so much to me. Fine. No problem. Fine. When, when I would fly, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. My dad lived in Texas, and I would go pick him up at the airport on New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, and I would listen to that. I, was, I would drive to the airport. And it brought back so many memories when when you when you found that. Well, um, so thank you, Chris. Oh, you bet. And you and KBOI, I have listened since I was a little kid. I'm born and raised Lido. Don Paul J. Snyder, and you carry on the tradition. And I love you guys. And thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you uh, very message.
2: Nice. Thank you, uh, Jerry. Appreciate, Appreciate you listening that. for all those years. And yeah, what, he, what he was talking
3: cool. about was. Uh... It's and and we talked about it a little bit a couple of days ago. Frontier Christmas, and it's by Hudson and Landry, and you can probably find it online. Uh, But Hudson, oh, you were
2: playing a little bit of that uh, this morning. Yeah, Hudson
3: and Landry were uh, disc jockeys in LA a long time ago, and they did you know comedy bits. They had one called the Prospectors. They had one called Ajax Liquor Store and Ajax Mortuary and Ajax Airlines. And this particular one was called Frontier Christmas, and we yeah we we used to play it uh, every year around Christmas time.
2: Very cool. And you took the time to, uh, look up, look it up and post mm-hmm. that on his, uh, page. I did. Look at you. Well,
3: he, he asked me a direct question. It's so a
6: festivist
2: miracle. So I answered
3: one. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry.
2: Uh, we'll take a break. One final segment on the way. This is your final chance, by the way. Uh, favorite holiday traditional drink. Get it in. Uh, well, you've got about, uh, five more minutes. We'll give you five minutes. 208-336-3700. There's no right or wrong answer. We're just going to pick one person at random to get those tickets to the famous idaho potato bowl final chance to do that phone lines are open right now if you want to get through 208-336-3700
1: be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI now back to casper and chris on news talk kboi
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. News Talk KBOI, Casper and Chris show. uh, We put the hoe back into holidays. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Final chance, couple minutes text your favorite traditional holiday drink thought we would share some of these that have been coming in this morning uh one person in particular says uh can you please share some of these good ones i'm very interested in the uh moscow mule one um we shared one a little bit earlier the uh orange flavored uh moscow mule here's one that i did last year the huckleberry uh mule you use huckleberry vodka ginger beer, cranberry juice, a uh, splash of lime juice, a sprig of uh, rosemary and cranberries and an orange slice on top. And it's delicious. There that that was our holiday uh mule last year. Um here's another one, a chem Have you ever heard of this champurado? No. Milk, cinnamon, vanilla, masa and Mexican chocolate. What's masa?
3: That would be and these. Been- that would be the secret ingredient. Uh. <laughs> Isn't it cornmeal
2: or something? I don't, cornmeal? I don't I don't know. Masa. All right, Masa. Um, here's another one. Ponderosa Petal Pusher. Muddled two limes and a sprig of pine needles, huckleberry vodka, spritzer, and a small amount of juice from barrel-aged cherries. That's called the Ponderosa Petal Pusher. Hmm. You know, if you... If you add uh, some ginger beer into that that would also kind of be a uh, another maybe a pine needle mule but the the fact that you're actually taking a sprig of pine needles mm-hmm. and putting it in there.
3: Have you ever heard of uh you make you make a bloody mary with all the regular ingredients except instead of vodka you use tequila? It's called a bloody, bloody awful.
2: Bloody Oh it's <laughs> It's actually called a Bloody Maria. Oh, sounds good to me. No, uh, I agree with Chris, but yeah. I once got sick on tequila, and that's why it sounds bloody awful.
10: <laughs>
2: once. Uh, <laughs> it was just once. Uh, Steve writes in, uh, we were talking uh, about the new law that takes effect January 1st um, that stores, if they carry boys' and girls' items, whether it be clothes or toys, they must have a gender-neutral section also not just you know sections for boys section for girls um and we were talking about gumby um steve writes in just so you know gumby has a friend named tara i didn't know this which was a female claymation uh so gumby has got to be a boy what was pokey a horse gelding
3: yeah gelding definitely Uh, said
2: oh and by the way I consider myself somewhat of a somewhat of a gumby expert since I've been collecting gumbies since 1981. Really interesting. Thank you, Steve. I think that's. Uh, I think I got my first gumby probably when I was about six, seven. Like seven was, years
3: old. Eighty-one was about the time Eddie Murphy started doing, doing gumby, doing damn it. <laughs> the gumby imitation on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah,
2: I, I'm curious, Steve. Since you're kind of a, an expert and you've been collecting these, are they worth any money these days? I know um, G.I. Gumbies? Joes, there are certain G.I. Joes that are worth thousands of dollars now, if you can get some of the uh, original G.I. Joes. Also some of the uh, G.I. Joes with hair and the Kung mm. Fu grip, remember those?
3: All I know is if it's worth thousands of dollars, I'm going to take it in, and
2: they're going to say, "Oh, not that kind. <laughs> yes, or, like me, if it's worth thousands of dollars, and it's like, damn it, that's the exact one we threw away back in 1986. The
3: valuable one is, the year, is from the year before this one, you see.
2: Yeah. Hey, I found a vintage Gumby. And? How much? 144 bucks.
6: Okay. Well, okay, not, that's not, something.
2: You know, not the thousands and thousands of dollars that uh, some of the. Uh, we, we are not skeptical, however. The old G.I. Joes are worth. 208 336 3700. Final minute to uh, go ahead and get in with your holiday tradition. Drink, all right? This is something that you do every year. Lots of eggnog uh, type of drinks this morning that I've yeah. got shared. Uh, like I said, there is no right or wrong answer, um, but just get those in. You got just a few more seconds. One of the
3: ones that was sent to me was apple pie eggnog.
2: That one sounded actually pretty darn good. And, I, and once again, that's coming yeah, I, from a guy who I does not like, like the taste of nog.
3: I, I feel like that was created after an accident originally, but yeah, I don't know.
2: Any, anything with the word og- uh, ending aug in it. I I just, uh, I question it, but I've never put as some of the people have some of the alcohol in the, uh, eggnog in it that I might have to try. Maybe I would change. I don't know. Um, that's it for today. Uh, we're on break tomorrow when we come back, if you want to send your grievances in now, you can, uh, just email us, but tomorrow morning we'll be celebrating Festivus airing of the grievances coming up tomorrow morning.